Welcome to Your AHA Life, the podcast for high achievers who want more for their lives, more joy, more purpose, and more fulfillment. I'm your host, Tanya Harris Cornelius. I believe wholeheartedly that you don't have to choose between career success and personal fulfillment. You can have both. In each episode, I will provide stories of insight and inspiration to help you craft the life you dream of living, your AHA life. Let's get started. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Reinhold Niebuhr. Today, I am sharing on the topic of acceptance, what it means, why it's important, and five ways that you can practice acceptance in your life. First, what does it mean to practice acceptance? There are a lot of spiritual and wisdom teachings on the practice of acceptance, and all indicate that it is essential if you want to experience a life free from suffering, which I know all of us do. And while I may quote a few here in this podcast today, I don't want to contain acceptance to a spiritual or religious concept. I believe practicing acceptance is pragmatic. It is a practice for our daily living. The opportunity for you to practice acceptance is found in the flow of your life. When you learn to practice acceptance, it changes how you experience life. It actually empowers change. So what is acceptance? From my readings and my own practice, I've come to understand acceptance as a willingness to accept myself, others, and life circumstances just as they are, to embrace what is, whether it is as I desire it to be or not. It simply is. Acceptance is an act of surrender. Actually, it is an intentional act of surrender. So think about the prayer that I just opened with. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. There is a peace in the act of surrendering and an acknowledgement of what is. When I was preparing for this episode, I came across an article from Kira Sherman from identitymagazine.net on this topic, and I fell in love with her simple and beautiful definition of acceptance. Sherman says, acceptance means to be in embrace of what is without resistance. To embrace what is without resistance. She also said, True acceptance is one of the most powerful and life-changing practices you can choose for your life journey. That sounds so awesome to me. And then there's Eckhart Tolle. 
He says that acceptance is about allowing. And I like this quote that says, whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. I have that quote on a sticky note on my desk and I read it often. So embracing what is without resistance, without fighting it, without striving or strife, and allowing what is to just be, and acknowledging the reality of the present that is in front of you, that is an act of acceptance. Now, let me spend a few minutes here on what acceptance is not. So many people confuse this concept for something that it really isn't. Acceptance is not weakness. It actually takes great strength and courage at times to accept what is. It's not about being passive either or ignoring what is going on in life. It doesn't mean that you agree with what is. It's simply that you acknowledge it. Practicing acceptance also does not imply that you will somehow escape circumstances that leave you feeling sad, fearful, lonely, frustrated, disappointed, at a loss, or with grief. We all experience those things at different times in our lives. It is your awareness of and your response that make all the difference in how you practice acceptance. You don't have to wallow in or lament in the emotions. You create awareness of them, which actually is your first step toward change and toward acceptance. Practicing acceptance also doesn't mean that you are to cover up or pretend that you don't have feelings and that those feelings don't exist, that they have no effect on you or your life. We live in a natural world with human emotions, and practicing acceptance is not a cover-up or a distortion of reality in any way. Remember, it is the embrace of reality without resistance. So I want to make this real to you. It's easy for us to talk about acceptance conceptually, and it's also easy to accept when things are going our way. When we get the promotion that we've worked so hard for, or when the person that we love loves us back, and we have happy and supportive relationships in our lives, it's not difficult to practice acceptance when life is going along smoothly when we feel in control of our lives and in control of the circumstances around us, when our best laid plans are unfolding just as we envisioned. But what happens when things are not as we desire? When you don't get the promotion that you feel you've worked so hard to receive, when relationships are not agreeable or positive, and you feel misunderstood, or when you love, but your love is being rejected by the person that you love, when there's not enough money at the end of the month, when inequalities and oppression surround you, and when a loved one dies, 
these times, they test our choice to practice acceptance. Is the serenity prayer still a beacon of truth in the practice of acceptance when life doesn't go your way? Lao Tzu, the author of The Tao Te Ching, said, Life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. What gets in the way of practicing acceptance? First, refusing to acknowledge what is, denying the existence of reality. Second, attachment. Attachment to people, to things, or what was. Living in the past instead of the present, or even living into the future instead of acknowledging what is. Today, right now, in this present moment. Judging. Judging what is as either good or bad, instead of accepting that it just is without any of those labels. And then fourth, denial of impermanence. Denying that everything is always in constant motion, in a constant state of change, and that change is imminent. What is today will be different tomorrow. Again, practically speaking, what does that look like? A breakup of a relationship or marriage that you thought would last a lifetime. That can test your resolve to practice acceptance because perhaps there was an attachment to the person, to the very ideal of being married, or even to the social status that being married afforded you among your family members, friends, or in your community. And then professionally, what does that look like? Perhaps a reorganization at work leaves you without a position and all that you've worked hard for seems to have been obliterated overnight. The impermanence of workplaces and your place in it, that's a real dynamic. The only factual thing, though, in those two examples are, in the first one, the relationship has ended. That's it. And in the second one, the job no longer exists and you do not have that job. Everything else is the story that you make up. It's what you add to it. Your interpretation of what happened distorts or overbears what is. The assumptions that you make and the limiting beliefs, those are your narratives. And just like you created them, you can choose to erase them and see them for what they are. And what does this cost you? What is the practice of acceptance? And why is this practice so important? Well, by learning to accept what is, you release the illusion of control. And that releases stress in your life. 
you realize that you are not in control of other people, certainly, and then not in control of certain circumstances. It's just as powerful to come to this realization that certain things are not yours to fix. There are a lot of health benefits associated with practicing acceptance simply by removing stress from your life. The stress from trying to control things that are not within your purview to control. I don't know about you, but for me, this is perhaps, you know, this is a big one because control equals predictability. And control means that I can insist on my own way and where I'm most comfortable. But the reality is not everything is within our control. And that's why I like reading the serenity prayer. It's such a great reminder to me. Some things are in our control and some things are not. Being wise to know the difference, that is everything. Acceptance allows you to shift negative energy to positive and more creative energy. That's another benefit. We are energy. We're made up of energy. And how we use our energy plays a big role in how we experience life. When you recognize the reality of a situation, you're now in a place where you get to decide how you would like to respond to that situation and what actions you can take. The power of choice puts you right back in the driver's seat of your life instead of staying stuck, lamenting a situation because it's not as you desired. You become more open to possibilities or you see opportunities that you were not able to see before. Inner peace. Another benefit of practicing acceptance is learning to let go. Letting go of limiting beliefs, letting go of things, emotions, people, places, judgments. Judgments, that's a big one for me. Judgments about yourself, about others, about a situation. Remember the labeling of what's good or bad, removing those labels, letting go of anything that no longer serves you. That opens the doorway to greater inner peace. It's been said that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. You will have things in your life that don't go your way. But by letting go of an attachment to those things and practicing acceptance, you can free yourself from suffering. And personal growth. By practicing acceptance, you can look at things more objectively and find that teachable moment, the aha moment in the situation. What am I to learn from this experience? How can I grow from this? How can I help others grow? I'm sure you've heard that circumstances tend to repeat themselves in our lives until we learn whatever it is that we are meant to learn for our growth. Whether that is through relationships or other life circumstances, we will face situations that call upon us to learn lessons 
that are meant to deepen our understanding, our understanding of ourselves, of others, of the world in which we live, and our place in it. These are just four reasons why practicing acceptance is so important and how it benefits you. Now I want to share a story about a friend of mine. Her name is Simone. Simone's story reinforces the practice of acceptance and how it can empower change in your life. Simone used to work with me. She was actually a member of my team. And in 2017, Simone's husband accepted a position with his company that required them to leave Connecticut and move to Chicago. I hated to see Simone leave. She is the kind of person that you would want on your team. She's smart. She's a self-starter, creative. She gets results. And she has high standards for everything that she does. After Simone left, we stayed in touch through Facebook and occasional text. Several months before Simone left for Chicago, she and her husband had experienced the misfortune of a miscarriage. My heart broke for them, and Simone took this very hard. It affected her deeply. I learned later that even after she moved to Chicago, she had suffered a second miscarriage. I thought to myself, wow, how can this happen to such a good person? But I'm happy to say that there is a happy ending here. When Simone and her husband came back to Connecticut to visit with friends in the summer of 2018, she and I met for coffee. I noticed a baby bump through her cotton dress. I looked at her and she confirmed that she was indeed pregnant. She and I embraced and tears just flowed from my eyes like a river. A part of me was so, so happy for her. And then there was another part of me that felt somewhat fearful, but not Simone. Simone seemed happy and serene, very comfortable with her pregnancy. She seemed happy with life. I asked Simone how things were going since the move, and she told me that her transition to Chicago had actually been very tough for her initially. She resisted the move. Her husband, of course, he settled in immediately with his new job, and with that came a certain amount of social support from coworkers. However, Simone was at home, and she felt alone initially, dealing with a second miscarriage, no job, and having to rebuild new friendships took its toll. She said that her resistance, and this is how she characterized it to me, had led to some tension between she and her husband. And that's when she knew she needed to change. Simone said she learned to practice acceptance, acceptance of her situation and to make the best of her new home in Chicago. And that is when everything changed for the better. Simone proactively researched some meetup groups. She made new friends and she found employment. The tension between her and her husband melted away. 
Simone said she also accepted what had happened with her and her previous pregnancies. She stopped trying so hard to become pregnant again and stopped fretting over the past. She let go. Simone says she's living the aha life because she learned to value and to practice and to practice acceptance. On January 9th, 2019, Simone and her husband welcomed a baby girl, Laura, into the world. Every day provides us opportunities to practice acceptance. It doesn't have to be a heart-wrenching tragedy like Simone experienced. You can actually learn to practice acceptance with a loved one, a coworker, or a boss, even with the weather or when you're stuck in a traffic jam. In fact, the next time you're stuck in a traffic jam, why don't you try taking a deep breath and simply acknowledging the traffic jam without any judgment and without resistance. Put on your favorite music, turn on your podcast, maybe your aha life or an audible book, and then just go with the flow. You can also try researching alternative routes that will take you out of the traffic jam. But there is nothing helpful about honking the horns, cursing the driver in front of you, or swerving in and out of the lanes. That's only stress. So opportunities are all around you to practice acceptance. Perhaps the greatest opportunity is practicing self-acceptance. Learning to accept yourself just as you are is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. As high achievers, we can be really hard on ourselves, brutal. Hopefully you're learning about healthy achieving, but you also know that overdone, the high need for achievement can bring with it self-limiting beliefs, self-doubts and judgments about ourselves, anxiety, addictions, and this lean toward perfectionism. Practicing self-acceptance helps to rid you of any judgments or assumptions and interpretations that you make about yourself. I will come back to this topic because it's really, really important, this topic of self-acceptance. I'll deal with it in a future episode. And if this is a real challenge for you, I highly recommend Dr. Tara Brock's book, Radical Acceptance. So for now, let me recap. Practicing acceptance is defined as learning to accept what is without resistance, without judgment or the narratives that we create to surround whatever the reality is. It just is. It is what it is. Some of the benefits of learning to practice acceptance include reducing stress and the illusion of control, being able to shift from negative energy to positive and creative energy to see what opportunities or possibilities exist for you, inner peace and personal growth. So, what steps can you take to begin practicing acceptance? 
First, learn to acknowledge what is. Whenever you find yourself looking at yourself, looking at others or a situation and feeling that something is wrong, pause. Name only what is true, what is objectively true. Acknowledge your emotions as well. Describe them objectively. I am frustrated or I am disappointed, jealous, sad, sad, lonely. Whatever is true. Name the reality without any judgment. That's the second step, removing judgment. Judgment of someone or something as good or bad. Remove those labels and just observe what is. Third, let go of attachment. Attachment to the thing that you're not accepting. Separate yourself from it as though you are looking at it dispassionately. Remember Simone's story. She resisted the move to Chicago because of fear. Perhaps fear and frustration of starting over. Fear of being lonely again. But when she learned to accept her present circumstance, everything started to open up for her. I believe this is what Eckhart Tolle was telling us. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. The fourth step you can take in practicing acceptance is determining your response. Is it something that you can change? If so, what can you do? Ask yourself, what action can I take to make this situation better? Or what can I do to accept myself just as I am? What can I do to move away from this person or situation that no longer serves me. You get it. This fourth step is all about determining your will and your actions. Lastly, the fifth step. This is more of a recommendation of mine, but it is to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness will allow you to pay attention and to have an awareness of body, of your feelings or emotions and thoughts being able to see things just as they are and with a clear consciousness. So that's it. Practicing acceptance. It gives you a life free from suffering. I'll end with this quote, ironically, by the English novelist George Orwell. He said, happiness can only exist in acceptance. And he was right. Thank you for listening. Come back again for another episode that will inspire you to live the life you dream about and the life you are meant to live. I'm Tanya Harris Cornelius, and this is Your AHA Life.